Good morning from the heart of New York City. This is Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Podcast dedicated to one thing to learn and apply to eat better daily. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself That Today, your personal nutritionist, your personal fat loss guru, your fellow keto and intermittent fasting geek, your fellow biohacker, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession about healthy food, healthy eating, diets, nutrition, biochemistry, feeling your best, looking your best, deforming your best on all levels, and just understanding how it all works when you put something in your body, uh, when you put something in your your mouth, on your plate, when you change it up, and how it affects your health, your performance, your body composition. I'm on a mission to help you to clarify what happens when we eat, depending on what we eat, and when we eat, and what we do after. (laughs) So today we continue talking about a healthy gut and about the book and what I'm learning from the book, Healthy Gut, um, Healthy You. And it's all about, of course, diet, but also lifestyle practices uh, that you need to think about or you need to learn about in order to have a healthy gut because our bacteria, uh, our gut bacteria outnumbers human cells 10 to 1. And if we don't take a good care of these guys, then we're not gonna feel great, perform great, or look great. Um, So today we continue talking uh, about um, diet aspects for a healthy gut. Or um, in other words, we continue talking about creating a healthy environment for our gut bacteria and what we put in our body, especially on our plate, you know, food is the most intimate connection with the outside environment. Um, So whatever we put in our body, uh, what food we consume, that influences a lot the kind of environment that we have in our body and uh, where our gut bugs live. And we want to feed and nourish good gut bugs and have as less as possible bad bugs uh, who don't necessarily benefit us. So long story short, uh, yesterday we talked about inflammation and uh, not eating uh, foods that cause allergic reaction and you are sensitive to um, and foods that help you to control your blood sugar to avoid your blood sugar spikes. Uh, Yesterday we talked about how important it is to create healthy environment in your gut and those two factors, avoiding allergens in your foods and in your environment and um, controlling your blood sugar through your food, probably the most important dietary uh, principles or areas of mastery that you need to be aware about and constantly learn more, like what makes you feel good? What are you allergic to? What are you sensitive to? What makes your blood sugar go high? You know, and you feel like your heart is racing and then there is a low crush of energy and you're feeling cranky. So you got to figure out those foods and eating behaviors that cause it and you got to eliminate that as much as possible. And today we're going to continue talking about healthy environment for our gut bugs and what creates that healthy environment. So today we're talking about fiber especially. So as you might know or might have heard, uh, fiber is good for our gut bugs, right? Uh, fiber feeds our good gut bugs and help um, 
to create that healthy environment for our bugs. But you see, too much fiber might not be really uh, such a great idea, especially for people who have IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, people who have small intestine uh, bacteria overgrowth. There is such a thing as too much bacteria too, and you'd be surprised, but uh, a lot of people with metabolic disorders, with metabolic issues, people with obesity, with diabetes, with even heart disease have bacteria overgrowth in their small intestines because of their poor eating and lifestyle habits. And uh, adding more fiber in that diet is not a great idea, especially um, you know, if you're experiencing bloating, gas, constipation, any kind of like discomfort on a regular basis, you might actually eliminate fiber for a couple of weeks as much as possible um, to see, um, to heal your gut, to help your gut bacteria to heal itself and stabilize the amount uh, and the population of gut bacteria. Especially, guys, you want to learn if you're having, you know, those gas, bloating, uh, etc., you want to learn what food maps are. Food map, food or food maps are short chain carbohydrates. It's, you know, in scientific form used in nutrition. It's chain of carbohydrates and sugar alcohols that are poorly digested by the body. They ferment in the large intestine during digestion, drawing in water and producing carbon dioxide, hydrogen, methane gas that causes the intestine to expand. This causes um, symptoms like bloating, pain, um, you know, gas, uh, all kind of not so pleasant <laughs> symptoms. Um, and food maps are in, you know, in a lot of actually otherwise healthy foods and in some additives. Um, so for people who have IBS, who have constant gas bloating or, you know, some kind of digestive issues all the time, it is actually recommended to try a uh, low food map diet that avoids foods that contain those carbohydrates and alcohols that create the fermentation process. Um, and basically eat more healthy animal products and foods low in um, food maps. So what are the foods that you should be avoiding if you have that, you know, gas, bloating, and constant discomfort in your digestive tract? So for example, onions, garlic, cabbage, broccoli, cauliflower, snow peas, asparagus, artichoke, leeks, beetroot, celery, sweet corn, Brussels sprouts, mushrooms, Fruits like peaches, apricots, nectarines, basically a lot of stone fruits, blackberries, cherries, dried fruits, beans and lentils, um, wheat and rye, bread, cereal, pasta. So you see, like a lot of people are not necessarily gluten sensitive or gluten intolerant, but people cannot, uh, they have bacteria overgrowth in their small intestine or a similar condition and actually it's just too much fiber that causes the um, uncomfortable sensation not so much gluten um, so wheat and rye um, free diet um, might not be because you're it might not work for a lot of people because they're gluten sensitive but because uh, they need to go easy on fiber uh, and figure out how to heal their gut uh, and then uh, anything with lactose or milk sugar, like milk, soft cheeses, yogurt, ice cream, custard, pudding, cottage cheese, nuts, including cashews and pistachios. That's why you also want at some point to go on a nut-free diet. 
sweetness and artificial sweetness like high fructose corn syrup, honey, agave nectar, sorbitol, xylitol, xylitol, maltitol, isomalt, and drinks like alcohol, sport drinks, and even coconut water. So that uh, I'm going to put the link to low food map diet in the show notes. So check it out and you might try it out. You know, actually I'm doing it right now because uh, after eating all these vegetables, I started having kind of, you know, that's like too much gas or like just uh, not comfortable feeling in my stomach after I eat all these vegetables. So I'm trying this low food diet and basically being carnivorous, carnivorous all my meals also works great for fat loss. So, you know, win-win. <laughs> So that's when it comes to fiber. More fiber is not necessarily better for you. So again, check out the show the show notes for a low food map diet. Uh, then you want to concentrate on whole foods before organic, before you know pasteurized and grass fed. So uh, for gut health, it's more important that you get whole foods like you know your meats and fish and. Uh, whole vegetables and nuts and seeds and all of that before you go for, I don't know, some fancy MCT oil or fat bombs or um, some fancy protein shakes, whole foods before uh, organic, before like, you know, eat your nuts and seeds instead of getting some organic keto protein bar processed with some God knows what. So always go go for whole foods. That's the first priority if you want to heal your gut and have a healthy gut. Uh, another concept that you want to uh, embrace is if you can't hunt it, fish it, grow it, gather it, don't eat it. That should be your rule for your food choices most of the time. Again, if you can't hunt it, fish it, grow it, or gather it, don't eat So that's the rule for a healthy gut, for healthy eating behaviors for most of the time, except for special occasions. Another concept you want to understand when it comes to healthy gut, health, body recomposition, you know, weight loss, you always want to make sure that you focus first and foremost on your diet and add exercise later. Uh, just being active is more than enough for health and even for quite efficient fat loss, weight loss, if you're really good with your diet, but it doesn't work the other way around. Meaning if you focus all your energy on exercise and don't pay attention to your diet, then you're not necessarily going to see any significant improvements when it comes to your health, to your gut health, to your fat loss, or to your body recompositioning and even to uh, gain strength and to build muscles because every single cell in your body is built from the foods that you're putting in and if you're putting in poor quality fuel then your cells are going to be of a poor quality and your muscles and your heart muscle and everything so you're not going to even perform in the gym the best you can live alone weight loss fat loss And probably um, the last but not least, um, I want you to pay attention to artificial stuff and additives in your food. Uh, More and more research coming out that what we add in our foods, even in small amounts, even like some artificial sweeteners um, or um, some um, like emulsifiers is a huge thing right now that they say 
changes your gut microbiome um, and can actually be one of the biggest causes of obesity, of metabolic disorders, uh, of inflammation in our body. So just avoid as, mu as much as possible artificial stuff added to your food. And if you don't know what like, the ingredient is, look it up once and for all and then you know what it is. And if it doesn't sound like something you want to put in your kitchen and use on a daily basis, then don't buy that product. Find some kind of alternative. And fun fact of today, guys. So you know how I'm passionate about low carbohydrate diet, keto diet, and all of that, right? But I also uh, been on a fruitarian diet. I've been on a high carb diet, almost no fat diet, almost no protein diet. So I compare it to diets and ketogenic diet. I've been on it for six years. Uh, low carb diet uh, obviously works much, much better for me. Like I feel better. I look better. Like I just never have any issues with my weight. So uh, there is a whole theory that genetically we are, that our genetics influence the way I, our gut microbiome works. So for example, um, I'm being of northern origin have certain bugs that beneficial for me but if you for example um, do like a I don't know fecal transplant and put the same bacteria that are beneficial to me to the body of someone who is of African origin for example um, then they actually might get sick because uh, of our genetic differences so um, there is a whole theory that people uh, whose origin uh, genetic origin closer to equatorial region uh, they thrive on a higher carbohydrate diet, higher fiber diet. And people who are closer to the northern regions, like myself, being from Siberia, um, thrive more often uh, on a uh, high fat, higher protein, but uh, very low carb diet. And um, funny fact, even if you compare, for example, um, tribes of uh, people who live, you know, still close to natural lifestyle, and compare their diet. You know, for example, Hadza, hunter-gatherers from Africa, their diet is much richer in fiber and carbohydrates, and they're in amazing health. They don't have, you know, these degenerative diseases, and they live, um, obviously, closer to equator <laughs> in equatorial region. Then people on Mediterranean diet have a kind of uh, in-between diet. Uh, they're moderate on carbs, they're moderate on fats, they're moderate on uh, protein, and that region is somewhere in the middle between south and north. And people like you know Eskimos or Inuit tribes, their traditional diet is basically carbs non-existent, a lot of fat and protein, and they also seem to thrive on that diet. So climate also seems to um, make a difference and where we originate from to our gut health, our um, diet and what kind of diet is best for us. So I guess I found my ideal diet and your task for life, one of the tasks is to find your ideal diet. So gut health, uh, carbohydrates, uh, inflammation, allergies, low food maps, diet, uh, uh, fiber, and how it's not necessarily the best thing for your gut health. We talked about 
all of this and uh, if you have any questions need more information uh, always feel free to reach out and shoot an email to angela at create yourself that today angela at create yourself that today there is going to be a link to low food map diet also uh, in the show notes so check it out if you feel you might need it um and tomorrow we're gonna talk about lifestyle factors that influence our gut health but till then guys take care of your gut uh eat healthy and i'll talk to you tomorrow